Chronicles of Bruce Street Mafia. This is a Red Dog Fred production. All right, we're here with Logical Podcast. This is our first broadcast brought to you by the Brewer Street Mafia. Uh, Mike Weatherford asked me to do a show for him, and I was very, very excited to do that. So I said, what do you want me to talk about? And he said, uh, literally anything. Um, at which point I, I got a little scared because uh, I kind of thought, man, I... There's a lot to talk about right now. There's a lot going on right now. Uh, so I got to thinking. I got a lot of friends in academia that I'd like to talk to about uh, this, that, and the other. Uh, I'd also like to talk about some current events that are going on. I know uh, it's a bit confusing in the world these days. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to necessarily uh, cut through any of that confusion. I don't know if that's my job. My job is, uh, is just going to be to kind of lay it out straight and, uh, to, uh, kind of, kind of lay it all out there for you. Um, you know, uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to do this. Uh, I figured I've got probably one person that's going to watch this. Hello, mom. Uh, when you get done watching this, tell dad I said hello as well. Um, you know, we've gone through, uh, the last two years have been probably the craziest two years of our lifetime. Uh, I think that goes without saying. Um, there's been some interesting uh, things that have kind of popped up during those two years that have kind of shaped our society. Uh, we're, we're at each other's throats right now. We're trying to cut each other's throats right now over positions and over uh, things that are we, we don't really understand, to, to be honest with you. Um, I'm noticing that the left is getting more and more radical. The right is getting more and more radical. Uh, and it, it's a scary time. It's a scary place to be in. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, there's not much a difference between the two of them. Uh, a lot of people don't want to hear that, uh, but there's really not. They're both very, very loud. They both like to cancel one another. They both like to uh, uh, showcase that they're right above all reason. And that's the problem is that we're lacking reason. We, we don't have a basis or a foundation for our knowledge. Um, that, to me, seems to be one of the more critical um, presuppositions that we seem to forget. Uh, we seem to forget that we have to have a basis for the knowledge that we are uh, espousing. Uh, we want to get on social media, take to social media, and we want to hate. We want to get on there and we want to type up a bunch of hatred, a bunch of nonsense, and, and, and share memes that were made by Russian troll farms. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but uh, 19 of the top 20 Christian Facebook sites are run by the Russians. Now, these, these are facts that you can easily Google, but that should terrify a lot of you. That should terrify a lot of you that uh, our society is being shaped by other cultures, by other nations. Because if you're a student of history, uh, like I pretend to be, um, it's, it's terrifying. Because right now, we have all the markers of a societal collapse. And I'm sure a lot of you guys are rolling your eyes right now thinking, oh... 
you know, the United States, you know, we got one of the strongest GDPs in the world. There's there's no way that we're at the brink of uh, Western civilization collapsing. But I'm here to tell you right now that uh, according to most historical standards, we are. Uh, we're dissolving what it means to be a human being. Uh, we, we have no idea what that means anymore. We have no idea what is right or what is wrong we all have our own reality well that's not how reality works we can't all have our own reality i can sit here and tell you that uh you know oh i wish i had a million dollars in my bank account or or i identify that i have a million dollars in my bank account but that doesn't make it so you see we all have to interact in the world together and and that's a scary thing when we all look through the lens of an alternate reality and unfortunately, the generations that are coming up behind us right now, coming up behind me right now, they're literally living in that alternate reality. They're putting on their Oculus Rift or, or they're, they're, they're playing their video games or whatever it is, and they're not experiencing the world. They don't have that life experience. I mean, more and more children these days, they're, they're waiting till they're 18, 19, 20 years old to get their driver's license. I mean, that should be an indicator of where our society is headed. That's insanity to me. We have no uh, understanding of where it is that we're supposed to go or what it is that we're supposed to do. That's terrifying. Um, the news, and it doesn't matter what news. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Fox News gives to the Democrats. CNBC gives to the Republicans. There's, there's no difference. If you have an R or a D in front of your name, they just want us to keep fighting, cutting each other's throats. Now, I understand that that offends a lot of you guys, especially a lot of you Republicans, especially a lot of you Democrats that have lived your entire life. Well, the Democratic Party isn't what it used to be. It's not even close to what it used to be. And the Republican Party isn't what it used to be. It's not even close to what it used to be. Uh, when the Bush administration came through, you know, that's when the rise of the neocons happened. When I say neocons, these, these neoconservatives that... Uh, pretend to be for small government that pretend to be for deregulation and yet they're they're tripling the size of government um they're quadrupling the size of government um it's terrifying to me that the democrats don't stand for social justice like they used to this this party used to be the party that used to have uh, support the unions they used to support the working man they used to support those that didn't have a voice. And now they want to support, I'm not even sure, they're, they want to line their own pockets. It seems like you go to any of these Democratic-controlled states or Democratic-controlled cities, and they're not helping those most in need. They're throwing money. They're throwing money right into the, the pockets of other politicians. And it's infuriating. It's infuriating to us that, that don't have anything, that are losing our income because of inflation. And some say hyperinflation is coming down the road. Now, I understand uh, a lot of you might be fans of the Federal Reserve and, and saying that the feds have this under control, that we're not going to go into a state of hyperinflation. Uh, but as history is going to show, and, and history has shown before, uh, if we don't change the course, the path of this country, the path of this nation, we are going to go into hyperinflation. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean for the average person? That means that the money you have now is going to be worthless. That means that the struggle that you are 
uh, having right now to put food on the table or, or the struggle you have right now to pay your bills, it's going to be inconsequential. Um, you know, a lot of us want to look towards uh, a scapegoat, and they want to say that that scapegoat is going to be uh, technology. You know, technology is the boogeyman. Technology is not the boogeyman. What Elon Musk and what Facebook and what all these 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 guys are doing is is not bad necessarily uh, for us as a country, for us as a nation, or for us as a global economy. These are good things. These are good things that we need to embrace, but they can also be used for bad, for, for evil, as you know. I mean, the best example I like to give is, you know, fire, right? The most basic of all technology. I mean, when we're talking about fire, we're I, I can't think of anything finer than a, than a charcoal grilled ribeye steak, you know? But in the same sense, I don't want to be set on fire, right? I mean, these technologies can be used for good or, or for bad. So, um, you know, I, I see it as a double-edged sword. We need to start having conversations where we're disarming our neighbors. Uh, we're disarming them from the, their political ideologues that they have just absolutely held near and dear to their heart because they were told they were supposed to. Um, that's that's what's the scariest thing to me is that we have this information that's being shoved down our throats, yet uh, we can't make heads or tails of it. I mean, right right now in my hand, I'm holding a device that has all of human knowledge at our fingertips, Right. I can use this device to learn how to do open heart surgery. I can use this device to learn how to fix my lawnmower, uh, to, to start a podcast, to open a brewery, to do all kinds of things. I can use this device because it has all of the information that has ever been compiled right here. Yet, no one knows what is true. No one knows what is real what is right, what is wrong. No one has standards for these things. I'd say a good place to start to, to get and figure some of these issues out is to start having conversations, to realize that your beliefs and the way you think about the world doesn't make you who you are. That's not your identity. Your identity isn't the color of your skin or the culture you come from, or the language that you speak, that's not your identity. Your identity is what you do. What are you doing? What are you doing? And that's what interests me. That's, that's, that's what, I guess, drives me is, is I want to know, I want to talk to people and understand what it is that they're doing because that is who they are. Um, we just did a live promotion, uh, promotional broadcast for the Mike Weatherford show. And, uh, we were promoting a good friend of mine, Alan Knowles. Uh, he's got a new show coming out and that's what that show's about. It's about what people are doing. That's what makes those people's identity is the things that they do. It's about him going to restaurants and, 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 and watching these people that work day in and day out um, some of the hardest working people on the planet are, are, are people that work restaurants. I work in one myself. I've worked in them my whole life. But that's their identity. Um, 
that's the confusion I think that a lot of us have. We, we seem to think that our identity is, is our belief system. We seem to think that our identity is, is uh, what it is that we think about a certain topic. Well, the problem is, how do you know what you think about a certain topic? What is it that, that, that makes you think that you are thinking correctly? And I know this is, this is esoteric for a lot of you. I know this is, is confusing for some people. And I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to confuse people. I'm trying to grab your hand and lead you down this rabbit hole. You know, we all want to claim to be open-minded, but that's the thing not many of us are. Not many of us are actually open-minded enough to look at our, our beliefs, our belief systems and say, man, I was wrong about that. You know, I was, I was, I was wrong about that. Right now, um, I'm changing the way I look at politics. Uh, I've had a political ideology myself for the last 20 years. And I'm, I'm starting to, uh, starting to change that. I'm starting to change that. And the reason being is because I have no pride. I have no pride when it comes to my beliefs because, again, my beliefs don't make me who I am. It's what I do. What I realize is what I'm doing isn't necessarily making me into the person I want to be. So, yes, I can see that maybe your, your beliefs might shape what it is that you do and in, in so much as how you do them. But that's terrifying to know that we have a nation of people, that we have a community of people. We have uh, an entire subset, a group of people that are ready to cut each other's throats because they believe something different than the other. They believe that the, uh, that the Republicans are here to take away their rights and that they want to, uh, they want to take away gay marriage and they want to take away abortion and they want to enact uh, Christian nationalism, whatever that is or whatever that means to you. That's ridiculous. I've yet to meet a Republican that believes that. Or they want to believe that the Democrats want to uh, force immigration. You know, they, they want to have our, our country overrun by uh, illegal immigrants. I have yet to meet a Democrat that believes that. Now, a lot of this, I think, stems from, again, the news that we're watching, uh, our Facebook feed, uh, these, these algorithms, these supercomputers that are feeding you this. I mean, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do. This isn't bad technology. Facebook is there to, or, or Instagram or any of these are there to make money. That's their job. That's what Fox is there to do, is to make money. It's not to give you the news. That's what CNBC is there to do, or MSNBC, or whatever it's called, or CNN. And I realize that CNN is going through a, a change-up right now. Well, they're going through a change-up because they don't have any viewership. Because what they're putting on there is, for lack of better terms, it's nonsensical. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And, and even the most left-wing viewers are watching this and they're saying, this is crazy, this is ridiculous, and it is ridiculous. Well, we've just experienced, again, two years of insanity. And the insanity is continuing. It's continuing as we um, go as a nation further and further divided. And I'm starting to think to myself, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, man, you know, this is a lost cause, don't don't try to fight these people. Don't don't try to fight uh, the status quo. You know, just just kind of go along with it. And I kind of had an idea, and I want to kind of pass it on to you guys. Maybe maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's a bad idea. But I'm thinking, if you can't beat them, join them. 
so whatever uh, I can't Senator Paul Platine, I can't think of the guy's name from Kentucky, Mitch McConnell, whatever Mitch McConnell or uh, Nancy Pelosi, I know she's a dinosaur, but whatever she's investing in or her husband, Paul, or whatever these guys are investing in, I'm saying that's what you should be investing in too because these people are entering public service. They're staying in that public service for decades, decades and decades on end, and they're coming out hundreds of millionaires, right? So stop trying to beat them. Stop trying to cut your neighbor's throat because they have a, a, a Joe Trump sign or a, or a Donald Biden sign in the yard. Who cares? Join, join these politicians that have been there for 80 years. That's, that's personally my view. I, I think, and the, and the other thing is, you know, uh, these, these politicians that have been here, 92% of the American public wants to, are for term limits, right? Well, guess what? 92%, that's something we can all hold hand, hands across America. We can all say, yes, we want term limits on our politicians. Guess what, guys? It's not going to happen. Do you know why it's not going to happen? Because the politicians in charge aren't going to let it happen. These dinosaurs, uh, uh, you know, I want to take Maxine Waters and I want to say, hey, look, here is a, a diagram, or here is a map, an empty map of San Francisco or whatever, wherever it is that you represent, and you have to at least put in five street names. And if you can't write down on an empty map five street names, then you're not allowed to represent that district for the next 60 or 80 years or however long it is that you've already been in there. That's that. I mean, that that is the insanity to where we're at right now. When, when, when a Democrat gets into the White House, which... The executive branch has gotten out of control. It's it's been out of control. I mean, uh, I would say probably since they put a bullet in that one dude's head. Um, you know, we've just kind of had a, a, an executive branch that answers to no one. Um, but you know, when 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 a Democrat's in office and they have the House and they have the Senate, what do they say? What do they say when they can't pass their bills? The things that they've promised when they were on the campaign trail. What do they say? They say, we can't do it. It's because the Republicans, they're going to do a Ann and Dave's filibuster or whatever they call it. They, we can't do it. And when the Republicans are in office, you know, they're going to say the same thing. They're going to say, we can't do it because we got to bomb Syria or we got to bomb, you know, China or whoever we're bombing. I mean, we're at war with like eight different countries. We're at war with eight different countries and I can't even spell them. I can't even spell the name of the countries that we're bombing right now. I mean, this is this is insanity. I mean, I you know, and you think, oh, well, that's just that's the neocons. That's the neocon Republicans. They're the ones that are they're the ones that are starting these wars. And I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Seventeen or eighteen, however many it was, Saudi Arabians flew airplanes into our buildings, and and that that launched two multi-decade long wars that we got into, and that you know. Great. I, I, we should have done it, and, and I'm all for it. And I've got friends that died in that war, those both of those wars, and I've got friends that have served in both of those wars. But you know what? Something a lot of people don't know. Uh, the Obama administration dropped more bombs than W in those same eight years. More bombs. Okay, so it's, it's, it's not a Democrat-Republican thing. This isn't a line in the sand that we need to draw and say, oh, you're, you're on my team, or, or you're, you're, you're on this team. Or, there, there are no teams, guys. Okay, if you're, if you're, unless you have you know, $600 million in assets, 
You're not on their team. You're, you're with the rest of us. You're with the rest of us. You're losing your 401k. You're losing your retirement. And the worst thing is, you're losing your mind. And I don't know if it's if it's uh, purple hats and red hair or, or red hats and, and purple hair, because I get confused at the difference between the two, because they act the same and they do the same things. But there are no teams here. This country is, is being annihilated by the upper echelon. Okay? And when we can get our ten full hats out, and my daughters have bedazzled mine, so it's they're real nice. They've they've done a good job. We can get our ten full hats out and say, "Oh man, you're crazy! You're crazy!" You know, there's 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 no such thing as the upper echelon. There's no such thing as the elites. But there is. If you're paying taxes, you're not one of them. Do you understand what I'm saying? If 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 you think that the elites are for a free market or for communism, or for socialism, you're not one of them. They're, they're not for any of those things. They are for total control. They are for dominance. Because if I had that kind of money, I'm a human being. I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to want the same things. And when you have that kind of money, what are you buying with it? What are you doing with it? You're starting foundations. You're starting foundations that that uh, support these insane causes. I mean, Bill Gates literally took human feces from Africans. Let me get this straight. And, and, and please, I, you know what I want during this podcast? I want people to like be Googling until their fingers hurt. I want them to say that this is misinformation, that I'm taking things out of context. But Bill Gates was taken... African poop and turning it into water. I mean, that's like a that's like a plot for a James Bond movie from the '60s. I mean, that's insanity. That's weird. Is, I mean, is, does no one else find that a little weird? That's weird to me that 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 we that these guys are paying money into these foundations that do these things that we're just kind of scratching our head and saying. Now, now, what did it? What, what, what? Where, where is this money going? What, why are they supporting this? Why are they supporting? I, I, I don't understand why Rupert Murdoch, the founder of Fox News, is supporting the Clinton Foundation. I thought Fox News was for the conservatives. Why would, why would Rupert Murdoch be supporting the Clinton Foundation? Because they're not for us. And th- again, this is what I'm trying to say: is there are no teams. And I say it all the time, I've got no teams. I feel like I'm a man without a team. I've got no teams. I've got no one beside me standing hand in hand and saying, you know what, this is crazy. There is no line in the sand. There is no purple-haired or, or, or red-haired or red hats or purple hats or whatever these divisions are. If you can look at somebody and you hate them, you're not open-minded. You're, you're missing the entire. You're missing the entire point. If you look at what someone's wearing and you put automatically put them in a box and say, "I don't like that person because they're a liberal or because they're a conservative," you're missing the point. There are no liberals. There are no conservatives. It is the little guy versus the big guy. And if you don't believe me, uh, and and this is probably going to get me flagged on whatever kind of uh, you know whatever bot or whatever's flagging any of this, but 
you know, the 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 Corvin, the Corvin virus or whatever it's called. Uh, you know, they just put out a new uh, they just put out a new 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 pokey stabby that you can get. And guess what? Zero human trials. No human trials. By the FDA. Which by the way, the FDA now in twenty twenty two gets the majority of their of their resources from does anyone know? From the pharmaceutical companies. So let me get this straight. So so I make beer for a living, and I'm regulated by uh, by the TTB, which is a uh, uh, department of the ATF. So if I were to pay the TTB money for them to exist, maybe perhaps I could kind of bend some rules. Why is it, are we allowing, why is the American people allowing the FDA to be funded by the very people that they're regulating. Now, I know a lot of you hospital insiders and a lot of you doctors are going to have a very, very good reason why this is the case. And I'm going to have a very, very simple and easy to understand explanation as to why this should not be the case. You should not be regulating the companies that line your pockets. That's insane. I mean, that 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 in and of itself has just a, a whole uh, litany of of corruption. And I, and I'm not for or against the pokey stabbies. I don't really care if you got your shot or didn't get your shot. What bothers me is the fanaticism behind it. The fanaticism for getting it or the fanaticism for not getting it. Again, this is the problem, guys, is that we want to draw lines in the sand over things that we don't have a clue about. We don't understand ourselves what it is that we're defending. We have no idea why it is that we have these positions. Yet we're ready to cut our neighbor's throat because they didn't get the shot or we we want to cut our neighbor's throat because they're telling us we have to get it. Well, go to Walmart and get it. Who cares? Or don't get it. Who cares? I mean, the misinformation that's being broadcasted on 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 these issues, right? And you think to yourself, "Oh, well, it's it's two sided. They're gonna have the you know. I see I see on the news it, it has it has um, for the shot, or I, I see on the news it has it's against the shot, guys. This is all this is basic." 101 propaganda basic 101 is to flood the minds of the people that you're trying to control flood the minds of them uh, with with so much information that they can't understand what is real and what is not real and hence that's the culture we're living in we're living in this culture once again where we don't know what reality is so I want to have some guests on here. I want to talk to some people that might be able to clear that up. And I really want to get into the epistemology, so to speak, of what is real and what's not. And how it is that we can have a foundation for what is real and what's not. Because what is lacking from our public school systems, what is lacking from our education, even even on a college level now, because a lot of college courses are, are cutting philosophy, Um 
is how it is we think, how it is that we should think. There are rules that govern mathematics. There's rules that govern physics. And believe it or not, I know no one wants to believe this or think this, but there's rules that govern logic, the way in which we think. And if you don't believe me that there's rules that govern logic, guess what these computer programs are run off of? Logic. That's right. A lot of the same logic that we're going to be talking about here on this show. I want to point out these fallacies. I'm going to point out where where people are the first fallacy. I got I got I got it. The first fallacy that we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about it right tonight on this show, is going to be called a false dichotomy. And a false dichotomy is exactly the society that we're living in now. So a false dichotomy goes like this. It goes like this. It says, okay, it's either this, number one, or it is this, number two. The false dichotomy is there's a number three, there's a number four, there's a five, and so on. There's more than just two options. So when you want to cut your neighbor's throat because he's a liberal, He's a liberal. Oh, my gosh. He wants open borders and, and all this horrible stuff. It's horrible, guys. His, his daughter's hair is pink, and she identifies as my little pony, and it's ripping the moral fabric of this country apart. And you want to just you wanna bash your, your, your conservative friends because, oh, my goodness, didn't you know they're Trumpers? They're hiding in, in his ex his dead ex-wife's coffin all those secret documents that Trump has from the White House, the, the launch codes to Space Force or whatever it is. And this is ridiculous. It's a false dichotomy. There's more than two sides. There's more than 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 Democrat and Republican, conservative and liberal. I've got news for you. Donald Trump is coming back to Washington, DC on a white horse with a flaming sword to bring about the biblical apocalypse. No, I'm just kidding. I got news for you guys. He he doubled the size of government. Okay, all that drain the swamp stuff, he didn't really drain it. He started the seventh branch of military. Now, if you don't think that's a black hole for federal spending for the DOD, you are absolutely insane. Do they have lightsabers? I don't know. Do they have X-Wings? I don't know. Do they have hyperdrives? I don't know. All I know is that the Department of Defense is funneling money into that. They got cool jumpsuits. I'll give them that. I mean, I'd wear it during deer season because they're bright orange. Won't be seen, that's for sure. I mean, this is crazy to think that that there are these sides. Oh, uh, You know, uh, Trump, is he going to run? He's not going to run. Oh my goodness, if he runs, it's going to split this country apart. Oh no, we can't have him running because it's going to tear this country apart. Guys, this country's already torn apart. I'm here to tell you right now, it's already split. Get on your Facebook feed, open up the news. It's already split. No, no one knows what they're talking about. No one has any understanding of these world events. I mean, we, we look at Ukraine and Russia. It's a proxy war. We have fought proxy wars with Russia before. We're testing out new equipment. We're, we're, we're flexing. 
guys. It's like those those big dudes in the gym that are standing in the mirrors and they're checking themselves out. Like, yeah, hey, man, that's exactly what we're doing right now with Russia. We're flexing. That's what Russia's doing. You think Russia can't defeat Ukraine? Are you insane? Oh, well, they don't have uh, their military. They're, they're, they only have an aircraft carrying it, and it runs off of, uh, it runs off of you know, uh, fry oil grease or whatever it is. Guys, they have like 6,000 nukes. You don't think they can defeat Ukraine? They have, I mean, one of the largest militaries in the world. They're, 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 they're sending in the peons right now. It's like a, it's like a chicken fight. We're watching, we're watching chickens fight each other. The U.S. and the Rus- and Russia is watching the Ukraine. And we're using them as pawns to do this. Now, I'm not saying I'm for Ukraine, and I'm not saying I'm for Russia. Personally, I'm not for any wars. I think that the United States probably should pull out of most of the wars that they're in if not all of the wars that they're in. I'm not an isolationist either. I don't believe that if we were attacked, just like when those Saudi Arabians flew those planes into our our towers, that we shouldn't have gone to war. But I understand we couldn't have gone to war with Saudi Arabia. I get that. I understand that. These, these are geopolitics. We had to get those poppy fields back up and running, right? Because in, what was it, 2000 when the... Uh, when the Mujahideen, no, it wasn't the Mujahideen because that's those are the guys that we funded. I think they rebranded under Al Qaeda. Uh, when Al Qaeda started burning the poppy fields and ninety percent of the world's opium supply was gone, pretty good reason for me to invade Afghanistan. I don't know about you guys, but this is insanity. And, and twenty years later, we leave how many trillions of dollars worth of guns so they can do it all again? Guys, the guns they were using to fight us over the last 20 years, we gave them. We gave them under the Reagan administration to fight the Soviets. This is insanity, people. I'm not going to hold your hand uh, along on this historical narrative. And, And you can believe me or you cannot believe me, but please, by God, Google it. Do yourself a favor and 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 Google the fact that this nation is the greatest nation in the world because we're full of the greatest people. And because we are a cultural melting pot, we are the greatest country in the world. But the politicians that have been controlling us and have been pulling the strings and that have been taking us along for the ride for the last 30 or 40 years haven't been doing a very good job. They've been lining the pockets of of those that were already rich. If you look at the greatest upwards transfer of wealth that's happened in the last two years, in the last two years, more money has gone to the top than gone to the bottom than in all of human history. All of human history. Not just the United States. That's insane, guys. That's insane. And we're and, and again, we're sitting here cutting each other's throats over over road signs. I mean, this is crazy. So what I want to do on this podcast is is I, I, I want to have these hard conversations with you guys. I want to have these hard conversations with you guys. I want to spit some of these facts out that maybe you've never heard. I want you to look them up. 
I want you to cross-check them. I want I want the fact-checkers out there. I know Facebook and Google and all these, you know, have the Weather Channel, whoever has all these fact-checkers out there. I, that, that's what I want. I want you to go out and I want you to, to start uh, looking up Operation Northwoods, looking up some of these uh, uh, ridiculous things that are now because of the Freedom of Information Act available for us in the public to read about. And that's going to be my job. That's going to be my mission is to pull you along and kind of cut through some of this. Because again, I'm here to tell you there's no sides. Unless you have $2 billion in the bank, you're on my side, unfortunately. You're on the side of the people, unfortunately. But here's the thing about being on the side of the people is that you can give us our bread and you can give us our circuses, which you have done. The, the, they have done a great job at doing that. They got football back on. I know that's that's good. We need that. And I know, uh, uh, you know, Mondelez Snack Company and Nabisco and all these, you know, they, they, keep, they keep coming out with more of these heart-stopping food products that have a shelf life of 25 years. And, you know, great. I'm glad they're giving us our bread and our circuses. But it's time for us to start educating ourselves. Okay, and that doesn't mean go on MS Fox or, or CNN or whatever news station that you think is giving you the truth or ONN or whatever this is. Turn it off. I'm too stupid to watch the news. I'm too stupid to see five people on a screen talking all at once and then it's scrolling along the bottom and they're telling us something and then there's something flashing. I, my brain is not able to handle that. I'm too dumb to, to see that. I, I, I can get what is important and what is going to impact my life by having conversations with those around me. But we're afraid to do that. We're afraid to have conversations with our neighbors. We're afraid to have conversations with those around us because we don't want to offend them. Oh my gosh, what if we offend somebody? Get offended. Who cares? Who cares if you're offended? Who cares if you've offended your neighbor? You've offended your neighbor because they're too stupid to understand the opinions that they're screaming at the top of their lungs in your face about. They don't know how to back those opinions up. They don't know how to, to see whether or not their belief system has truth or validity to it. Because again, once again, guys, everyone has the same thing. We carry it everywhere around. All of human knowledge right here. All of human knowledge, without exception, is right here in our pockets. And what do we do with it? We look at cat videos, right? We wish Meemaw happy birthday. Happy birthday, Meemaw. Happy 86 on Facebook. I mean, this is ridiculous, guys. There's no education. Our education system, you know, if you look, John Dewey is one of the founders of our education system. Read what he has to say about what he was trying to do when he was founding our education system. Now, yes, he gave us the Dewey Decimal System, and I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make my my librarian. She might be watching this, Miss Whitfield. I apologize. I'm not trying to go after the Dewey Decimal System. It's great, but I'm trying to just say something about John Dewey, the man that helped found modern education. If you look at modern education, if you go through our school systems, they look like prisons for a reason. They're concrete bunkers for a reason. They yell at the kids to get in line 
and to socialize, and that's about it. That's about all the education they're getting when it comes to critical thinking, when it comes to how it is that they should think about the world. I'm not talking about memorizing math equations. I'm not talking about memorizing the War of 1812. These things are all great, and all and do not get me wrong. I'm not hating on the teachers and the, the public educators that are out there because my sister's a public educator, and let me tell you, she's got one of the hardest jobs in the world. And I would rather you put my thumb in a vice and beat it with a ball-peen hammer than me have to be a public educator. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do what these people do day in and day out in the system that we have willingly created for our children. And then we scratch our heads and we wonder why our kids are acting and saying and doing the things that they, or they are saying and doing. Well, well why is it that, that, that little Johnny um, is... is, is you know, he's, he's, he's saying these things. Why is it that little Johnny only wants to eat um, Cheetos? Why is it that uh, little Susie, um, you know, she wants to sleep in a coffin or whatever weird things that these kids are doing? It's because there is no barometer. There is no measure for them to think. We've lost that as a society. We've lost our ability to think. So I'm going to drive that point into your heads over and over and over again. The most important thing you can do if you want to make a difference is one, have a conversation with a stranger. Get to know their perspective. You don't, And that means you shut up. That means you be quiet and you listen to what they have to say. And it may be disagreeable and it may make you sick to your stomach. And if it does, that's because you don't have a firm understanding of your own system of beliefs. And number two, start reading. Read. Don't watch HGTV uh, them put in. Uh, we've, we know how to put in shrubs, okay? Okay, guys. Can someone please tell HGTV we know how to put in shrubs, okay? And we're not trying to flip houses right now with inflation, okay? We don't need these scripted reality shows uh, to tell us how to, to how to how to buy uh, little train sets, uh, you know that they got from from some uh, storage unit, or how to hunt ginseng or, or or make moonshine in the woods. We don't that that's that's not educating us. Okay, that's keeping us that's keeping us from educating ourselves. That's keeping us from the truth. What is the truth? That's the question. What is true? What is not? These are questions we need to be asking ourselves. These are questions that we need to constantly be aware of, constantly be, be uh, at, at the fringe sitting here and saying, well, by God, you know, I think maybe the way I was looking at that was wrong. Or I think maybe the way I was thinking about that wasn't necessarily the case. Well, let me tell you right now. We need to, as a society, pump the brakes, stop what we're doing, and bring it down. And I'm just glad to have this podcast. I'm glad that you guys are listening. I'm glad that you guys are listening to the Logical Podcast. I'm going to have more content. It's not always just going to be me up here ranting and raving. I promise you that. 
And if I made some of you mad, good. Because maybe you need to, again, look at your own views, look at your own perceptions, look at your own belief systems, question those. And if I've confused some of you, good. Again, you have all of human information. Educate yourself. I'll try to hold your hand the best I can through some of this. But it's not going to be up to me to tell you about the Mujahideen being backed by the CIA and using those weapons against us in the last 20 years in Afghanistan. But I'm going to have some guests and I'm going to have some fun content. And I've got to throw another big shout out before I get off of here uh, to the Brewer Street Mafia, to Mike Weatherford. This would all, none of this would be possible without him. So, Mike, if you're watching, thanks, buddy. Guys, I'm out. Till next time. See ya.